What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 245 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Fresh back from a two-week hiatus, it's Scott Sturman and Matt Deitch. What's going on? Yeah, a good thing that we did take a couple weeks off. <laughs> yeah. You've been yelling at them kids, or what do you got going on over there? No, I think I caught that bug that was going around. I sound bad now, but you should have heard me last week. I could hardly even talk. Yeah, oh, I well... <laughs> Jeez, quit freaking smoking or change brands. I know. I was going to say, I found like I sound like a 90-year-old woman who's smoked her whole life. So That's badass is what that <laughs> is right there. Can't can't knock an old lady like that. No, but, I'm not. No, but uh, uh, so you got a, got a little bit of the uh, the, the chest cold, yep. uh, uh, whatever. It's, it's going around. My mom, I think, actually had the exact same thing that, that you had. Uh, lost the voice and yeah. kind of felt, <clears throat> kind of still felt okay. And she yeah. said then she kind of felt crappy for like a day and a half and, and then she was feeling good again. But yeah, lost the voice and, and just, you know. Yeah, whatever. I made it through. I made it through. Yeah, I think it's those <clears throat> new ports. <laughs> it's the new ports that did it. I suppose I got to start smoking filtered. <laughs> Damn it anyways. But uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Dakota Angler over in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the absolute best bait shop that there is. Uh, it's a true mom and pop's bait shop. The owners uh, are in there most of the time when you go in there. Uh, we've had the owners on the show. It's the home of the Dakota Angler Ice Institute. Um, but right now they have Scout XT, uh, Clam Scout XT shacks on sale, $415 for those. Uh, Jason Mitchell reels are only $25. We've got Daiwa ice combos on sale. And Matt, you just mentioned uh, that they got the 12 days of Christmas coming down the pipe. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. Okay. Um, go online, check them out at dakotaangler.com. Uh, use code dirtbag at checkout and save yourself a little bit of extra money uh, so that you can buy that special person in your life, maybe your kids, uh, uh, maybe your favorite podcast host. Uh, yeah. you, you, you got like a little that. extra money in your pocket so you can maybe afford you. to get them. Now that's the true winner. You, right. you save a little bit of extra money to turn around and spend some more damn money on yourself. That's the way it should be. Yep, that's how I do it. Piss on them kids. <laughs> Piss on them kids. That's right. I know. I, I I hear you. You know, I got a little bone to pick though with the Dakota Angler guys. Ooh. We were getting snaps yesterday that those guys were over here in Rock Rabbits. I, I saw out, something. They were hanging out in my gym. Really? Yep. Yep. Watching basketball or what do they got going? They must have had a family get together and they must have rented out the gym there. So. They're shooting little hoops in there and everything like that. So I might have to go down to our tech guys and maybe get some video of Todd. Surveillance footage. Yep. Maybe get. Maybe I got some good video. Maybe somebody drilled Todd in the side of the head with a basketball or something. They don't know who they're messing with. I think they. I had a. I had a poster up there that they all sent pictures of. I got there. This so morning I saw that, and it was gone. That's what happened, huh? I don't know if it was those guys. I'm not accusing them of anything, but. But you're kind of accusing them of something. I don't know if I have something coming down the pipe that I need to be worried about or what. Maybe Billboard material. Maybe it's hanging in the bathroom at the Angler right now. <laughs> Put it on the back of the urinal. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I saw the snap and I, I didn't think anything of it. I, I thought that they had pulled a picture off the internet or, or something like that. But uh, wow, mm. they, they went right, 
they they snuck right into your backyard. Oh, they did right at the front door. They just wow, snatched it. Incredible, incredible. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, we didn't have a show last week. Uh, I was down in Nebraska at the Cox Ranch uh, doing a little bit of uh, deer hunting. Um, you guys who who listened to the last episode know that, but uh, for those of you that did listen to the last episode and you heard Kyle Lynn run his gums about Tony Mariotti's pizza rolls, uh, yeah. uh, Tony Mariotti actually reached out, said, hey, I was listening to the podcast. Uh, I think he was heading home uh, maybe from the St. Paul Ice Show, and he says, I hear my name get brought up, and uh, he wants on the show to uh to clear his name uh kyle i think kyle said that tony puts his pizza rolls in the oven for four for like six minutes or something like that Yeah, five minutes at 400 degrees and then shuts it off or something like that and that uh gets them crispy yep well tony says he wants on let me see let me read what he actually wrote he said uh He said, I feel the need to come on and defend my honor and my pizza roll perfection. Let me know if you have time to visit about fishing and the ice conditions in the Detroit Lakes area, as well as defending my culinary prowess. I'll be preparing a set of concrete shoes for Kyle Lynn until I hear back. You won't need much for concrete then. (laughs) (laughs) You just can't help but to be taking shots at old little Kyle. Oh, I just, I can't wait to get on the ice. Yep. To get, you know, I'm going to really take some shots at Kyle this okay. year. So. Okay. That's kind of my personal mission. Yep. I'm not going to be hard on my gear. I'm going to be hard on Kyle. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but uh, hopefully next week uh, we're going to get Tony on, uh, talk to him about his pizza roll, uh, um, pizza roll uh, uh, cooking skills, uh, the I'm fishing that he does to up hear there. About that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, if you're going to take advice on pizza... Oh, we said that in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, like, you take it from a guy with the last name of Mariotti. Right. I just feel like I need to go down to the store and get some of his pizza sauce or something. Yeah, he... I I maybe said this on the last episode. I probably did. But I'll bet you 100 bucks. Tony has a relative that owns a pizza joint. Well, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Or maybe it was in the mob, for all we know. Maybe we don't want to... I mean, he's talking about concrete shoes and stuff like that. So. Tony, if you're listening to this, I'm not saying nothing. That's Matt. No, I'm, there's no such thing as the mob. I know. Yeah, well... <laughs> I'll be looking for a new podcast host next, next week. <laughs> but, uh, uh, nope, Tony, uh, Tony Mariotti, hopefully uh, next week or the week after... Um, We'll, uh, we'll keep in touch with him. Matt uh, has been doing uh, some deer hunting uh, this yep. week down here in Iowa. Uh, we didn't want to reach out and schedule a guest just in case by chance uh, Matt would happen to knock a deer down. We'd have to go on a tracking mission, uh, all that jazz. Um, so we thought this week, uh, I'm, I'm still kind of getting back into the swing of things um, here Matt's voice is uh, yep. not good. Just a just a good week to kind of to kind of lay low. Uh, don't expect a whole hell of a lot of us out of two forty five. Uh, um, got a got a couple things that we want to cover, but uh, probably not going to be a, a two hour long podcast tonight. Um, but uh, first things first. Uh, yesterday, December 10, 2022, Last year, 
first time that we got on the ice. We were on ice. That ain't happening this That's year. That's not. Uh-uh. Not happening one bit uh, this year. Um, I do think a guy could get out. I know that there are guys getting out down here in northwest Iowa on some small farm ponds. Didn't, didn't your brother send us a snap yesterday that some guys were out in the boat on Okaboji? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Nuts. Yeah, he was over at Okaboji. Uh, there was guys up in Emerson Bay um, in the boat. Uh, yeah, I, not not hard to believe, honestly. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, the 10-day forecast for us uh, has one day under 40, and that's actually the day that this episode will drop, um, and that's going to be 32 degrees. Um, but otherwise, we got 42, 46, 44, 40, 43, 42, 43, 40. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the, the one thing about it right now, uh, it might be getting up to 40 degrees. You know, we're getting down into the, the high teens at night. But uh, really, truly, we're only getting up over 32 degrees for like four or five hours during the day. Yeah. Um, you know, the majority of the time is spent uh, underneath the freezing temperature. But, uh, um, you know, if, if we would happen to get a little bit of rain, uh, some wind, uh, that can tear up some ice in a hurry. I do know, you know, I saw that plenty of people are out up there on upper red uh, right. you know i think north dakota northern minnesota you know probably even some of the sloughs in south dakota plenty of people are getting out um i'm not gonna recommend it now um you know it's 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 still early guys you know i mean it's you know three four five inches out there you know in on some of the spots that have good ice uh you know have have a lot of ice i should say uh, for, for all things considered, but, uh, you know, with all this wind and, and still, you know, getting some of these warmer temperatures, the sun, um, it's, it's soft ice. It's not, you know, we're not talking good five inches of good clear ice. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just not all like evenly across either. I mean, one spot you could be five inches and then a couple spot, like 10 foot over it, it could be less than two. So it's just not, uh, For me personally, it's just not worth it yet uh, right well, now. Our, our pond in town here, it, it it froze up pretty good. There's a couple fountains in it that were open. I mean, my little cousin got out there, and he was ice fishing, drilling yeah. a few holes, but now there's no ice on that pond. Right, right. Um, you know, we, we had quite a bit of wind over the weekend yep. and, and some nicer temperatures. Uh, it don't take a whole hell of a lot, so... Um, I don't know. Just be patient, everyone. Um, it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Um, we'll get it. Yep. If you, if you, if you feel the need to drive North, drive North, but still it's, it's still iffy. You're going to have to drive a ways. Yep. And, uh, um, I don't know. I can, I can guarantee if you'd happen to go through, um, you will, uh, you, you, well, the you, you will definitely be th- not warm. Yeah. And, and you will be thinking, wow, that wasn't worth it. So, um, yep. don't ju- just, just take the manufacturer's word for it, that the, that you the might, suits float. You, you might be talking like me, but that's because your balls are up in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, There's the truth to that. Yeah. Truth to that. That water ain't, you know, it's, it's cold. Yep. <laughs> it's very cold. Yep. So, uh, um, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, uh, this last week I was out uh, in western Nebraska at the Cox Ranch. Um, just ranching. Just ranching, just ranching, just, uh, you know, keeping their co- cattle operation in line. Uh, um, you know, about every six months, uh, Don has me come out. I was going to say, it's, it's just to make sure everything. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. They're on Get the six-month plan. Uh, um, yeah, it's... Uh, 
Sturman Sturman Brothers uh, ranching operation twice, uh, twice a uh, year supervision shit gets done on the ranch exactly yeah. exactly and and uh, they do such a good job uh, the other three hundred and they just maintain fifty five exactly yep yep uh, there's a lot of people that need me to come once a week um, but uh, not the Coxes they're they're good enough ranchers yep. Yep. that that I'm, they're only on the twice a year plan yep I I go down for branding and kind of oversee that operation I go in down in December and kind of see make sure that uh, everything's still going good into winter uh that's a you know real crucial crucial time of year well you know in that time it, it that way they have six months either way to stock up the freezers again for you there there's they some know, truth to that they, they know you're coming down <laughs> they're like god you came down every week i don't I don't know. We might not have. Sorry, kids. You're not eating this week. <laughs> Aaron Aaron needs that much time to just get meal prep in. Yeah. Here but, goes uh, Scott. She's like, oh, gosh. I don't know if I'll get to sleep. <laughs> there goes the freezer. <laughs> but, uh, no, we uh, we left uh, Friday the 1st. Um, Eric and I uh, took off early in the morning. We got down there at about noon. And, uh, obviously, you know, we kind of unpacked the bags, get talking with Zach and Aaron, uh, hang out for a little bit and, uh, um, you know, just do whatever. And, uh, then Zach always says, well, you ready to go see the sites? And, uh, so we did, uh, we hopped in the pickup, loaded up, uh, the guns kind of did that type of deal started driving and heck we weren't on the ranch for 40, 45 minutes. And, uh, we kind of, sn- well, we snuck in on the first, uh, uh, first mule deer buck, pretty small. Um, there ended up, uh, we ended up sneaking close, 20, 20 yards probably, and there ended up being a doe in between us and the buck that we never even realized. And she got up and made a hell of a commotion and got the heck on out of there. And uh, shortly thereafter, uh, we laid eyes on a different buck, a, a pretty nice, good, solid buck. Uh, we were watching that, realized that there was another good, solid buck in between. Um, I started sneaking and uh, got to a range that uh, I probably didn't feel comfortable with uh, 20 minutes beforehand, but uh, with a little bit of coaxing from uh, Zach and Eric, uh, I I pulled the trigger and uh, with the muzzleloader, it's one of those deals where it goes, <laughs> and and you know a little you, you right. listen for that you, you listen for that slap especially that far away yeah and i felt it was like 24 seconds and then i heard the slap and uh um whatever hit it and uh it ran about 40 yards and kind of started getting the spins and and hit, bit the dust and man we were high five and we were doing all sorts of stuff and i we went and we walked down there and uh um I poked it in the eye with my gun barrel and, uh, no reaction. It was like, all right, she's dead. And, uh, he's dead. He's dead. But, uh, um, my brother's like, you know, I think that thing might have a little bit of life left to it. Uh, why don't you put another one in him? All right. Sounds good. So I'm getting myself into position to, uh, to put another one in him. And, uh, just like that, that head whips up and he, <laughs> he starts going bananas uh, he was right up against a fence line. He was actually in their pivot. We were in the pasture outside of their pivot, shot him, shot him like that. 
Uh, he kind of caught his antlers in the barbed wire fence and then had one leg through the fence and was just going nuts. And I'm thinking, holy hell, like this thing is going to finally realize like I can't get through this fence and it's going to come back at us. You know, not not like going to attack us, but it just needs some place right. to go and I'm in its damn way. And uh, uh, so there, Eric and Zach are like, shoot it, shoot it. And I'm like, you know kind of like still backpedaling like holy f- what is like going on? i mean yeah. four letter words wild and uh finally that thing somehow manages to get through that fence i pull up my gun to shoot well i had just made an incredibly long shot and uh all i seen was the ear in the scope so i i'm thinking like oh i need to dial back the scope well you don't really have that much time so I kind of just shot one from the hip, clearly missed, not a chance, I don't know, probably missed it by 10 yards, but uh, whatever the case, that thing runs like 100 yards and stops, and uh, kind of sits there for a little bit, and uh, it's like, all right, he's going to he's gonna topple over there. Well, he didn't. He started walking again, hopped a fence, and walks like 800 yards all the way up this long hill. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I was three feet away from this thing. I was about to grab an antler. Right. Like, I I mean, that's how close I truly was. And here I am just watching this deer walk out of my life. Like, it was like the worst breakup of my whole entire life. I couldn't, I can't even tell you, like, how bad it was. Like, you know, obviously, if I would have never seen that deer again, it definitely would have grown by like 50 inches i mean it would have been the biggest deer probably the sandhills had ever seen and uh um whatever zach and zach and eric it's it's getting dark by this time i mean we're not talking like that we're out on 30 acres and it's like well i guess we'll quit grid search it with flashlights like you know this is a different animal out there so so uh um it's kind of one of those deals like well you know, where, where exactly do you start? We didn't want to bump him anymore. Um, you know, cause, cause you know, they do have neighbors that, uh, you know, that deer could have potentially gotten onto the neighbor's ground, whatever. Um, so Zach's like, you know what? I think he's going to die up there in that hill. Like, let's not bump him. Uh, we're going to leave him, you know, to go till tomorrow. He'll bed down. He'll die. You hit him good. Um, whatever. So the next morning we got out there and uh, Eric put a sneak on a deer. Didn't end up being a good enough deer. We started grid searching. We we walked for what seemed like forever. Didn't see anything. Didn't see anything. Didn't see anything. And Zach's like, all right, we're going to head her back towards the truck. And I think Zach was honestly going to freaking call in the cavalry and he was going to hop on horseback and go flying around <laughs> in them hills and find it or whatever. And uh we started heading back towards the truck, uh, you know, to come up with a different game plan. And I'll be damned if Zach didn't walk right up to this thing. And uh, the coyotes had got to it, got to it before us, um, you know, which is obviously a little bit disappointing. You know, I mean, person always wants the meat, um, whatever. But uh, to have that closure of getting that deer, I, them coyotes picked that damn thing clean. Like there wasn't a speck of meat left on it. It was absolutely incredible. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously they, they leave the head. Um, I got the head. I, I tagged it. I was happy to tag it. Um, it's, it's, it's a beautiful deer, uh, an incredible story. Uh, you know, obviously not the way it would have 
we would have wanted it to end. It would have been great if he would have died down there on the bottom, and and that would have been that. But uh, uh, you know, you always see those those videos on YouTube and and those reels of of these deer getting up. It's it's freaking wild oh, when it, it actually is. happens in real it life. Is. Like, it is. But uh, yeah, and I'll be damned if uh, we didn't. You know, we threw the head on the back of Zach's pickup. Uh, we went. Eric snuck on three more deer. All of them were too small. We look right back where we just came from. There's there's another buck. Eric sneaks into like 48 yards, shoots that. We haven't been on the ranch for 20 hours, and we're tagged out. Tagged out. Yep. Time but, to ranch. Uh, but we got lucky because uh, the, the next two days after that, it, it blew, and it snowed, and it rained, and it sleeted. And uh, that wouldn't have been a whole hell of a lot of fun to be out deer hunting in that. Nope. But uh, I will say, I mean, as, as much as it was, you know, a relief to, to get those tags filled in the first 20 hours, I mean, incredible. I wouldn't change a dang thing. But, uh, you know, driving around with Zach and, and Eric and glassing the hillsides and finding those deer and whatever, when, when 20 hours into it, like, that's all done, like... You missed the adventure. It, it was. Like, I right. mean, we were still after coyotes, you know, grouse, whatever. But, uh, I mean that that stalking those mule deer is is just the 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 neatest thing in the whole entire world and uh you know for for it to be done almost before it started was just like dang like i'm uh, yeah kind of sucks yeah <laughs> but uh i know what you mean yeah i mean i i i'd shoot mine deer all over again there was a little bit of ground shrinkage when we first saw him like i thought he was the biggest deer like anyone had ever seen when we got up there, I mean, good, respectable deer, but uh, not uh, not the ginormous monster I thought he was. But uh, Eric Eric shot a really good one. You know, typical younger brother deal. Every single time I ever shoot a deer, Eric shoots a bigger one, like a week or two after, <laughs> right. or, or you know, a day after. That's just always been him. You know, I'm I'm the humble, quiet one. You are pretty quiet. Yeah, Eric, not so much. Always Never in your face up. and and uh, smiling. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Old, old Rick pick. <laughs> but uh, uh, whatever the case, uh, I educated some coyotes. Uh, Eric actually shot a coyote. Um, uh, we saw we saw a lot of coyotes when we were deer hunting. <laughs> not a lot of coyotes when we were coyote hunting, but usually uh, how it goes. Yep, but uh, uh, yeah. Either way, just. I don't know. It it never I don't know. I don't think I could ever get sick of that place. It's just it's it's the coolest spot in the whole entire world. There's there's nothing that beats cruising around out there. Um, you know, it's it's just you out there. It's it's just us. It's uh um did I don't see know. you guys ran into a porcupine too? We did ran into a porcupine, yeah, that's right. Well actually the porcupine ran into some lead, but uh, <laughs> um I had never seen a porcupine in real life. Really? Yeah. Had you? Yeah, I've seen them up in really? northern Minnesota before. No kidding. Yep. I had never seen one before. And, uh, um, yeah, when we got up to it, it was like, holy moly. Like, that's incredible. Right. Like, I mean, that was that was really neat. <laughs> uh, Zach said it was a young one. Um, said it was a young one, and he uh, um, didn't have, like, all the, the thick quills like some of the older ones were, but... Uh, uh, I don't know. Like I'm, it, it's really like a, a hedgehog morphed with a beaver that morphed with a groundhog. Like I mean, yeah, they're a they're a different. That's a different critter right there. It definitely is. Yep. So, uh, 
Um, pretty, pretty pumped up about that. Um, trying to remember what else, like, I don't know. You Did just you do some ranching. Uh, no, not really. We actually didn't really do a whole lot of ranching. Uh, Don, Don was feeding cows and, uh, um, you know, I mean, our, our ranching kind of topped out at opening gates and whatnot, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you do what you're good at. You do yeah, what you're right. good at. And, uh, so and the meals. Yeah, talk about good food god oh we had beer cheese soup which if if you've never had aaron cox's beer cheese soup you are 100 percent missing out i mean we're talking beer cheese soup she puts croutons in it well you can put croutons in it she has croutons available uh bacon bits uh it's incredible she always makes these really killer sliders that night um we had the night that we got our deer, so uh, we had steak and maybe, I don't remember what we had with the steak, probably mashed potatoes and corn. Hopefully it was mashed potatoes and corn, canned corn, the best. It probably wasn't canned corn, I don't even remember. But uh, um, we had Italian sandwiches the one day. Uh, those had pepperoni, so, you know, I mean, I kind of tread, tread lightly, tread easy on those. <laughs> Uh, we had Phillies. Uh, Aaron held the uh, the banana peppers and the green peppers for me, so didn't have to worry about that. Um, we went into Mullen one night and went to Big Reds, which is kind of a Nebraska bar. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yep they they had a bunch of posters up. Uh, a lot of like really cool local uh, old pictures and whatnot. It was it was badass. Here's one for you, Matt. Did you know that Mullen, Nebraska is the only town in all of Hooker County? Nice. And we're talking population like 430. All of the whole entire county. Just Mullen, just Nebraska. Just, just one town. Just Mullen, Nebraska in Hooker County. Yep. We went to the uh we went to the uh the Mullen Elementary School Christmas program. Yeah. That was pretty cool. A lot of cowboy hats in the crowd. A lot of cowboy hats in the crowd. I I could tell when I walked in, all the cowboys kind of looked at me and they're like, "Ooh, who's this cowboy?" Kind of like an old western movie. It, that's kind of what it was. Like, you know, they, did they actually have doors on their gym, or was it the old swinging? It was the swinging doors. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They splatoons around and uh, hitching post outside. We rode horses in. <laughs> but, uh, no, that was uh, that was cool. That was fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just uh, overall, you know, just one of those really cool killer. Ah, God, I don't know. It just it's just an awesome trip. I can't thank the Cox crew enough for for hosting us again. And um, well, I know I it's know. it's one you guys always look forward to. Oh so. man, it's it's just it's too good to be true. And for you both to have success and quick success like that, <sighs> yeah, that's always nice too. Yep. But uh, and you are doing a little deer hunting uh, here in Iowa. Yeah, I got a second second season gun tag. I've been trying to go out, see what I can do and stuff like that, but uh <clears throat> it's been pretty slow. Yeah. I kind of been playing chess match with the with a couple of them the last couple nights, so I won't be able to go out tomorrow night, but hopefully Wednesday night I can uh seal, seal the, deal the deal on them. Yep. I think it's one of those things that we uh overthinks overthink this thing sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where we think that we got to get back in the thickest nastiest stuff and it might be true like early in the year and stuff yep. like that but sometimes it's like all you ever sit there and do is like you look at some of these stories from some of these public land 
you know, encounters where people are like, oh yeah, I actually just got out of my truck and started walking and it was right there. Or I was walking back to the truck and it was like right by the parking lot. So that's kind of what's been going on lately. It seems like the deer have been by the parking lot and I'm like, why don't I just hunt close to the parking lot? I mean, somebody might show up and think, what's this freaking Draboni doing? It's just like, you know what? You go walk a mile in there. That's fine. Go ahead. When you hear my don't shot. Don't call me for dragging out. Yep. When you hear my shot, you'll know that. Uh, yep. I had success. So I don't know. Keep plugging away and see what happens. I mean, I was kind of reminded of, you know, around here it gets pretty wild and stuff like that. I was sitting opening morning. I got out there before sun up and uh, was sitting and sat for a couple hours and then pretty soon here comes a truck driving down the the old fence line and a couple guys get out and they're walking a part different part of the section which is whatever and uh they just kind of one of them set up about 100 yards right down the fence line from me on the draw that i was sitting on and the other one kind of walked up over the hill and they kind of quick walked a little grove there and you know ended up leaving but it was just like uh yeah I don't know. I guess I'll I'll take my chances now of just going over to the public ground and sitting there at least, guys. And they might walk in, but they might just go sit somewhere. So. Right, right. So yeah, you don't have to worry about trucks flying through there. No, that's that's, right. that's one good thing. And guys just lobbing shots all over the place. So yep, it is what it is. I guess. Yep, yep. <laughs> you you, you kind of know going into slug season that. Kinda oh gets, yeah. Kind of gets a little wild from time to time. It kind of comes with the territory. I mean, yep. I talked to the game warden a while back, and it's just like, yep, he's getting into his busy two times, you know, his busy yep. his busy weeks of the year. It seems like one group on one side of the county is doing something, and he gets called over there, and as soon as he gets over there, he's getting called about the group over here now doing a bunch of stuff. So, yep. But, no, I mean, it, I, I also do enjoy this time of year seeing all the – all the success photos yep. and stuff like that. It's always kind of cool to see the big deer. Yep, no doubt kinda, about that. Kind of especially for us in that time where it's like we ain't got much to do. Like we right. didn't get on the ice yet. I mean, yep. I have been getting out pheasant hunting. We brought the nieces and nephew out again pheasant hunting. Did a little hunt with my dad and my brothers and my two nieces and my nephew. They each had two of my nephew and niece. They had a BB gun. And then my niece, she, still, she has a shotgun. We're still working on getting her her first bird. A uh, funny story is we were walking something. She was walking through some of the thick stuff with some of us, and uh, she got to experience, experience her first hen flush right, oh, out, yeah. right underneath of her feet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she screamed loud. Like, yeah. she screamed like, oh, my God. And it's just like, yep, now you're a pheasant hunter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we all do that when they flush in front of us. Yep. It's like we might not scream out loud, but inside we're all screaming, I yep. told her. So. And you tinkle a little bit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, you old butthole puckers, and yep. just like, oh my god, what is? Oh, it's just a hen pheasant. Yeah, but no, been Heck doing yeah. a lot. Been doing some of that. Cool. Uh, speaking of hunting, uh, I saw recently that Onyx, uh, the popular uh, um, phone app that uh, gives the property lines and uh, um, you know lets you know who owns each property. Uh, you can track your. Uh, movement with it and whatever a lot of the hunters are using it uh, to gain permission to know where you know where they stand i think that's uh um i think that's kind of on x's yeah. deal um uh actually just launched uh new uh 3d lake maps um i believe it is only on desktop computer right now but you know that they're gonna have that uh, on a phone app shortly and uh um, you know, for a lot of people that, that run Navionics on their phone, um, obviously we'll have to see, uh, if Onyx is, uh, 
uh, how good their mapping is. Um, I don't know what the cost of it is, whatever, but uh, um, kind of cool to have another option there in that realm. Um, I use Navionics all the time uh, uh, when out ice fishing. Um, it's a really, really neat uh, deal to have on my phone. Um, you know, go out and find humps, go out and find contours, uh, whatever. Um, but, uh, it's, if, it's, if it's on kind X, of, it's kind of easier to use than like turning on your Garmin unit. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. It's like, it's just pull it out of your pocket and look, it's like, oh, okay. Yep. Here we go. Yep. Yep. Heading that way. Um, very, very, uh, um, I think it does a really good job at, uh, um, you know, pinpointing exactly where you're at. Uh, whatever. So it'll be interesting to see if Onyx's maps are, are as good as Navionics, uh, maybe even better. I'm not sure. But, uh, um, you know, I, I'm not saying that I'm going to get rid of uh, Navionics, but it might uh, might help me make up my mind on an Onyx subscription. Yeah. You know, right now, Ramrod's got it. My brother's got it. And I'll go over there all the time, you know, and like, who owns that property that's, you know, over here? Or, you know, go look around this or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I probably should just get on X, uh, even, you know, even before the whole lake deal, but, uh, it's, it, it's cool that, uh, it's cool that we have another option like that. It's a good Christmas gift idea. Nah. I saw that the other day. Somebody you, like, you sponsored? Yeah, I am on X. You mega mountain son of a bitch. <laughs> No, it's Matt's got Matt's got over here with Onyx sweatshirt, Onyx cap, Onyx socks. Onyx. Talking about Onyx, where you Onyx. know where you stand. You remember the group Onyx? Onyx. The rap O N Y X. Yeah, Onyx. The group, the rap. Group. I don't. I don't remember what they sing. Slam. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's badass. Well, I love that song. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I think ice show season is kind of wrapping up. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's uh, many of them left. Nope. Um, so, isn't. so mega moting season is kind <laughs> of, uh, kind of wrapping up, it's uh, over. uh, you know, I mean, basically from the, the, the middle of October to, uh, to about the middle of December is, is hardcore mega moting season. Um, you know, the Kings of promotion come out. Uh, a lot of Facebook uh, stuff, a lot of people sharing posts and whatnot about all the new product. But uh, um, I think from here on out, uh, we're going to be getting a lot more Facebook posts of, of people actually out using product. Yeah, I and, know. Uh, now, now it, I mean, the Mega Moten was happening. I don't know. Now, now we're getting into that whole other realm. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be hoofed up. What realm we talking? Well, I don't know. There's kind of. I'm not getting to the hard, hard on my gear realm. What? Yet. I'm not getting to that one yet. But there's that one where it's just like they're testing this stuff up to just show you how it is. The hard on our gear season is it about a couple weeks? Late January. Yeah. Late January is when they. When, you, you don't give start, a shit anymore. When we start using machines, that's when people start getting real hard on their yep. gear. Yep. When you didn't have room on your four-wheeler, so what do you do? Drag your fucking auger. <laughs> Drag your auger behind the... I mean, we just went from, you know, this is the new thing out on the market, and it's going to be revolutionary to the ice fishing world. Okay. And now for the next couple of weeks, we're going to see it in action. Yep. Like, we're, like every fish they're going to catch on this bait is going to be there. Every... Duh. Every... 
picture that they have is going to be in this shack. Um, every person that falls through the ice is going to have this float suit. I mean, I, I don't know. We're kind of getting to that, to that like super mega motor part now. But then it's the hard on the gear, and that's my favorite. The hard on my gear is my favorite. I've been using this this product all year long. All year, putting it through the paces. Paces. And we're talking mid February, and this thing is standing up. It ain't laying down on the nope. job. No way in hell. If 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 it can withstand the things that I put it through, it can withstand the things right. of normal people like you guys. Yeah, yeah. There. Anything that can run through a whole entire January with my hard use is good enough for all you peasants. Yeah, that's what it is. Because? Hard on my gear. I'm not as hard on my gear as you are on your gear. No, I, I mean it's, I'm harder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I, just, I just want to do that. Like get like an old something that doesn't work very good in, or like doesn't work anymore that you can just find like in the trash and then just go driving out onto the ice and just like throw it around and people will be like, what the hell is he like? What are you doing? It's like, you ain't hard on your gear, man. <laughs> you take care of your shit. <laughs> Freaking idiot. Break, break a couple. I got a couple rods that are broken. Maybe I'll just bring them along and make them look like they're still all right. And this like, don't matter Man. to me. I get 15% discount. Hashtag pro staff. <laughs> that's, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. It is like, you know, those Ed Bassmaster videos. <laughs> right, 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 right. Should do one for like ice fishing, walking <laughs> around. And <laughs> I don't know. Ice Let's fishing. do it. Let's do it. Might get, might get shot out there. I don't know. No, hell no. Hell no. Ice fishermen are harder on their gear, man. You might take an auger across the back of the head or something. Ah. Do it for the video. <laughs> do it for the video. Do it for the likes. Do it for the likes. That's right. Got to, got twenty promotion. Today. Yep, yep. Because why? Because I'm hard on my gear. Yep. If and if it can push the brand, do it. Do it for the brand. <laughs> um, I don't know. We took good news stories. We might be about to that to that point. Good news stories brought to you by Freedom Brew over in Larchwood, Iowa. Austin and Brianna got the coffee shop over there. It is the absolute best coffee shop that there is. Uh, I haven't been over there now for a couple weeks, but... Uh, you know, it's my exclusive coffee shop. It's the only coffee shop you go to. Yeah, it's the only coffee shop I've had coffee from. Ever. I don't know about ever, but like, well, lately. Okay, lately, lately. Me, well, then me too. Me too. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Lurchwood, Iowa... Uh, if you're in the move for some coffee, you're in the tri-state area, the Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota area. I'm telling you, it's worth your drive from Sioux Falls. Uh, if you're on this side, Albert Lee, think about it. Yep. Um, if you're up there, uh, Montevideo, simple drive. Sioux City, no problem. Watertown, South Dakota. That's just a hop, skip, yeah, and jump. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, uh, I, I've, I've killed mornings for worse. <laughs> So uh, make your way down this way, uh, Larchwood, Iowa. Uh, tell them we sent you, and uh, yeah. What you, what you got for a what you got for a uh, good news story, Matt? My good news story this week is um, well, it's getting closer, but I'm gonna just say now my dad is retiring at the end of the year. No kidding. Yeah. Old Jig and Joe is officially gonna be done working. He's been he's been down to like only working a couple days a week. Really? Lately. 
So uh, getting really excited and looking forward to that. He said that he said his I think his first days of retirement are going to be spent doing some ice camping over at Okaboji. No kidding. Yep. I like that. He's just going to fish, he said. Nice. Mom's like, well, what do you plan on doing after you retire? And dad's like, I'm going to fish. Yep. Hunt and fish. So. Heck yeah. I mean, that's my good news story. He's not officially retired yet, but uh, getting close. Nice. So excited for him. Yeah. Um, my good news story is going to go out. Uh, um, there was a, uh, a Shields catalog I got in the uh, in the mail the other day, and maybe on like the second or third page, um, they uh, had some people that submitted pictures uh, for it to go in there. Uh, Kyle Lynn, uh, last week's guest was on there, but, uh, also Rowan Ostra. Um, yep. he's from a town, uh, 25 minutes, uh, south of us has been doing a lot of, uh, uh, great things for clam, uh, putting together a lot of really cool videos. Uh, you know, just a young energetic dude, uh, doing some, doing some cool things in the fishing industry. So it was cool to, to see both of them. Uh, you know, especially, you know, obviously Kyle, um, you know, uh, with, with the clam pro staff and, and the other staffs he's been on, uh, you know, probably been in a few publications, uh, you know, had some articles, whatever, but, uh, uh, for somebody like Rowan, uh, um, you know, young dude, whatever, uh, that in any time that you end up, you know, in a newspaper or in a magazine or something like that, like there, there's a coolness to that. And, oh, it uh, definitely um, is. you know, I mean, those are, those are the ones like all of us as like outdoorsmen should be getting excited about. Oh, yeah. I mean, and welcoming and helping them out any way they can because, I mean, kids like Rowan and, like, some of these other Jack Johnson, some of these kids, I mean, they truly love oh, yeah. and have a passion for this stuff. And they're just bringing a little bit of the new school to it, you know, with the videoing of, you know, stuff and yep. creating content of it. But it, still, in the end, they're doing it because they love They love fishing. It. So, and, and, and it's clean, you know, I mean, they're not, uh, going out there trespassing and, and doing no, they're not all sorts of stuff, you know, they're, they're all doing it the right way. So, uh, gotta, gotta pat them on the back for that. So, all right, guys, uh, that'll be episode 245. I know it wasn't a whole heck of a lot, but, uh, um, you know, we're, <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought by this time of the year we wouldn't be talking about being in that goofy in-between stage. Uh, we'd be talking about uh, getting out on the ice and, and uh, doing whatever. But uh, um, hopefully hopefully it's coming down the pipe here. Uh, stay stay patient, everyone. Don't do anything yeah, stupid. stay safe too. Yep. But, uh, um, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll reach out to Tony Mariotti. We'll have him on next week on 246. But uh, we'll be talking fishing. We have fishing and cooking lesson. I like that. <laughs> two, there there two ain't nothing better than that. Like two of the things that we love to talk about <laughs> on here. Basically what the whole damn podcast right. revolves around. So, uh, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>